0: that time and you know what it is coming from brooklyn bringing that truth never gonna lie never gonna lose always on top keeping it steady he'll make you tap out and you won't be ready he got the suplex breaking your back now everyone in the world gonna listen to taz all right here we go uh yeah i'm gonna do a little taz whole action here as everybody gets ready for the summer slams uh from toronto that's happening uh this sunday But I'm not talking SummerSlam right here, but I am doing a special, as you guys know. Yes, uh, I'll get into that. A little Plug Jones. (laughs) Constant plugging and chilling. Taz Hall, a lot of people have some great questions. This is a really pretty, really pretty good. Good English. Really pretty good Taz show. Taz Hall. First time doing a show, sorry, as I'm rapidly approaching 700 episodes. Thanks for downloading this biatch right here on uh, radio.com, on the app or the website. Or maybe you're downloading it over at the, uh, what they call the Apple Podcast that all the kids listen to. Or, you know, Stitcher or Spotify or wherever you get your friggin' podcasting. Uh, you people are so just... Beautiful okay how's that I almost Cursed everyone out I was went to my Little flip out sessions but I Stopped myself and I went more Complimentary <laughs> okay so without Warming up uh, in any ball pin whatsoever I'm gonna promote before I do Taz Hall we get the special 11 p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio And uh, WFAN uh, Radio.com You can get it on the CBS Sports app uh, Sirius XM channel 206 all 11 p.m. Eastern Right after SummerSlam I know it's probably going to go to midnight Don't worry, I'm Live Live Jones At 11pm Eastern So check it out there Oh, and a lot of you people are probably wondering Well, is it going to drop as a podcast the next day The whole fucking show you're doing? Yes, it will So if you can't stay up late Or whatever the hell, wherever you live Or you people, whatever you're doing You can check out the podcast of the special The next day Because that's how we roll Okay, that's how we roll. Um, what else we got? So, yeah, there's a a, a whole bunch of affiliates on CBS Sports uh, Radio. If you go to CBSSportsRadio.com, there's a whole affiliates list right there, all over the United States. Um, international folks, I know we've had issues in the past with as far as where the company I work for puts it out. But wherever you know, if you listen to Taz and the Moose, you can get this the special I'm doing, or just get it uh, streaming on one of the apps, either Radio.com or the CBS Sports app. Like I said, the live show, the live SummerSlam reaction show. So the phone lines will be open. Hotline phone, gimmick, gimmick, schnabitz Everyone's calling, going crazy. You people love everything, and I love you. Okay. So there you have it. Uh, and that's this Sunday, 11 p.m. Eastern. Taz Show Live Special. Me. That's right. So far, Mike Johnson will be a guest. He always is on these specials from PW Insider, That's how I roll. I'm a loyal son of a bitch. That's my gimmick. Right, here we go. We do a little Taz. Show. Still have no open. Still have no, because that freaking Pete the Body, the up Extraordinaire, he is. Um, on vacation still, so you gotta get a new open. An open for this bit, for this segment, uh, peak gas. You get no love, okay, no love. So the new one, your name will not be mentioned, okay, Robert Jenkins, okay. Uh, who are you rooting for, Tazoo or Tazo? He should say, I should say. So what he's talking about is Big Brother. This is uh, wrestling, uh, you know, Taz hole All the questions will be wrestling related, but there are some that are Big Brother related. You guys know the drill here. I don't have to explain it. Who am I rooting for? Well, I was thinking I'd like to see Sis win this thing, uh, Annalise. Uh, she's, you know, she's pretty slick the way she plays the game. She's starting to play the game a little harder now. She's getting deep in the woods in the game. <laughs> but I'm thinking that she's probably not going to win. And I'm kind of not rooting for her because she's in the couple gimmick with the guy Jack. And this kind of makes it easier for you when you're in a couple. You know, um, Part of the issue, by the way, Big Brother, you know, I, I, you know, man, I'm so mad at myself. When we put out the information doing a Taz haul on uh, Taz Talk, my Instagram account, saying Big Brother questions, wrestling questions, unbeknownst to me, I wasn't thinking when I had the people do this, I hadn't seen, I haven't watched the eviction show of Big Brother that was on Thursday evening yet. And then one of you people, on, your Insta- on my Instagram, I asked a question for this tassel and stooged off who got evicted. So the guy who got evicted was Sam, and Sam's a guy that I started to root for because, I, you know, he's a married guy with kids. He's playing the game pretty smart, and thanks for coming. He's out. So who am I rooting for? I want to give you an answer. I really want to give you an answer. I know I'm not rooting for Christy. I'm not rooting for Tommy. That I know. Um, I'm... I'm Jackson, I like, but like, I don't know. He's in the couple things. So's Jack. I like Jack too. Uh, uh, I'm not rooting for Jessica. I guess I don't like anybody. Cliff. I guess I'm rooting for Cliff. He's an honorable guy, old man Jones. He's probably not going to win because it's going to come down to something physical and he can't pull it off. So I'd like to see Cliff win or I'll lean towards, like I said, Sis. Okay, so that's. Who I'd like to win so I'm gonna move on Because so many people that don't watch straight brother like what is this Fucking dude talking about uh anyways Uh what else we got Danny Tazo Here we go wrestling uh good moment Taz uh when you were in your Prime how long were you in the gym For (laughs) and what Was your routine when you were In the gym oh you want some inside Shit I feel you I I'm I'm one of these dudes Danny that when I was in the gym I believed in Quality, not quantity. Anybody who trained hard as, you know, at a high level as an athlete will tell you that's the truth. The amount of time you're in the gym don't mean shit. It's the amount of effort you're putting in and and the amount of intensity you have while you're in the gym in the middle of your set. Uh so what I mean by that, and I'll give you a little little heads-up tip Jones here. I don't think I'm reinventing the wheel for those that train a lot or work out. When I say intensity, I don't mean screaming and yelling. You know, in between sets, I'm gonna fucking bench this. I'm gonna fucking add I'm gonna watch me squat this. I'm gonna an add I don't mean screaming. I don't mean that kind of intensity. When I say intensity, Danny, <clears throat> what I'm talking about is the the amount the, of distance, time, rest in between your sets. So let's say you're doing front pull, lap pull downs to the front for your back, <clears throat> okay. And you're doing four your goals. You're gonna do I don't know whatever four sets of ten. We'll keep it simple. Okay, so if you do your first set and, all right, the weight's good, you're straining, you should always strain like your ninth, tenth rep, you know, maybe with a spot. That means that's pretty good weight unless you're going to do like um, four sets of like 10, eight, six, four, like drop down or go up. There's a million ways to do it. Let's just keep it simple. Four sets of 10 reps. Intensity means this. And this is what I used to do. I would I would keep it no no more than forty seconds to forty five seconds in between my sets. like literally <laughs> I would I didn't wear a watch and there was no no phones in my fucking pocket. I'd look at the clock on the gym, old school Jones. I keep an eye on it and I forty five seconds I go right pick in for my next set. That's intensity. Sometimes I go to the gym with my son who's built like a brick shit house, okay and uh, you guys have saw his picture on Instagram. I mean on my uh, Twitter uh, recently. Uh, the kid's ripped different body than me He's, he's you know he's uh, Like you know he's he's Got a much better genetics than me And uh, thank god for him He's tall uh, well I might say tall Tall compared to me he's six foot so he's not like He's a giant uh, and he weighs about 182 183 He puts a little more size on during the summer Here but he drives me nuts I, I can't lift anymore like I used To I just kind of go hang out with him sometimes And shit like that yell at him He laughs at me you know and I know some guys in the gym he trains at. So um, I get mad at him because, like, he takes too long in between sets. But yet I look at this kid's physique. I'm like, what am I going to say to this kid? You know what I mean? Like, he's not going gonna... to tell my wife. She goes, just leave him alone. I'm like, all right, yeah, maybe you're right. But um, <laughs> so that's the thing. I didn't spend a ton of time in the gym. Uh, except when I was doing cardio, which I did cardio a lot, then that's different. Then I would put, you know, 45 minutes in or 30 minutes intense or harder, harder type of either on elliptical or treadmill or break it up 15 minutes, 15 minutes type thing. Um, So yeah, maybe, maybe 45 minutes. If I'm just lifting maybe 35 to 45 minutes of full lifting, Um, unless I'm doing two body parts, uh, maybe 50 minutes in and out jones you know that's that's kind of that was my thing you know i mean i i i I, one guy i saw train more intense than me as far as short distance in between and less was kurt angle i've trained with kurt a whole bunch and kurt like i'm talking about short i mean like short time in between uh he goes 150 miles now in the gym in the weight room um and he's out of there he's done quick but he gets a fucking legit workout And good luck keeping up with him Seriously, I mean, he he, he trained hard It was tough to train with him because it was so unique And a different style of training It obviously worked for the guy, you know what I mean Alright, Tori uh, Tura Underscore 805 How do I explain wrestling to my 7 year old He is starting to notice Things during shows, you put that in quotations. Thanks, and keep up the good work. So I appreciate you being respectful towards an old-school fucking grappler like me by saying notice in quotations. So what you're saying is your 7-year-old is noticing that some stuff looks a little bit like a work. (laughs) Well, I understand that. So these kids today, when they're 7, they're a lot smarter than when we were 7 because of technology and the internets and the interwebs and the cell phones and all this other bullshit. And all the social media stuff. So these kids, a lot of them by seven years old, they have iPhones, you know, or or, you know, uh, the Samsung Jones, whatever it is, right? So they got all this shit. Um, You look, man. I I would say like this. I would be if my son was younger and I wasn't a wrestler. I would say to my kid, these men and women are athletes. They're great athletes. Um, Just like you see football players on TV or hockey players or basketball players, they're they're athletes. Um, they're also like an actor, like in, say, whatever movie your kid likes, or maybe it's a, um, whatever, an animated Cartoon Jones, or maybe it's one of the Marvel movies. Kids like all the fancy fucking superheroes all of a sudden, right? Uh, whatever. And give, use an example of that of an actor, and then take an athlete and say, these, these these people are like that, along with, um, you know, they're not trying to hurt each other. They are you know but they are physical they are aggressive with each other and i I think at this point uh, the way where we are in 2019 on the cusp of 2020 i mean i think if you say to a seven-year-old that the end of the match is is i mean saying the words predetermined unless your kid's got a really good vocabulary he might not understand that he or she but i would say you know they they know who's going to win the match you know but yet they're still really you know working. Wrestling hard against each other And they're very you know physical with each other It's it's very tough Um, I would never use The F word which I don't even like saying It Starts with an F It ends with an E It's got a K in it and it's got an A in it Okay I, I don't Even I can't say it when I talk about wrestling You know what I mean I just can't I'll give you an example of the word If you're not following along Let's just say, I don't know, my wife bought like a bouquet of, you know, flowers that weren't real, and she brought them home for some reason. She bought plastic flowers, which she's never done as long as I've known her. But let's say she walks in the fucking house, and she's like, oh, look at this. And I'm like, ah, you got some fake flowers. See what I did there? You got some fake flowers, honey. Ah, see, that's the only time I would maybe, you know, just giving you what the word is. Don't say that word to your kid when you're talking about wrestling. If you do, please don't tell me. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, that's how I would handle it. I hope that was a good answer. Mr. Gunmells with a Z at the end. Should the Kevin Owen Shane match be an I quit match? Huh. Well, I mean, that's a good question I feel like you asked this question already I don't think in the past, what a past has I don't know, I don't think I've answered it But I don't know, I feel like um, maybe uh, Brian has put this across uh, My email and desk and shit like that Maybe I've seen this Maybe we didn't handle it, but we'll handle it right now um, Well, should it be an I quit match Right now they got Look, Shane McMahon, best in the world That whole gimmick You know, he is. Um, he's got a lot of heat I mean, heel, 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 a lot of heat. You got Kevin Owens now doing a stunner, and he's pretty big baby face, and it's working, his promos are working, they're kind of letting him fly. And it's going pretty good for him. So, you know, he, he did some business this past SmackDown uh, with, with, uh, with Drew McIntyre. I know they did a thing at the top of the show where Shane wasn't there, like an iPhone Jones or whatever it was, that kind of thing. And so they're going to, you know, Shane accepts the challenge and all that. We know he accepts the challenge. Of um of uh of Kevin Owens, um, of, of, of Kevin Owens, I'm sorry, I'm babbling here. I was mm-hmm. doing something else, but anyway, um, I quit match. I, yeah, I kind of think it should be, and and obviously I don't think Kevin should win. I mean, what do they got going on, right? The the gimmick is that if Kevin loses, he's got to quit, right? So he's got to say I'm done or I quit or something like that. I believe that's what it is. I I I would do an I Quit match, and and Shane is done. I mean, that's what I would do. I mean. Um, even though Shane's got all this heat, you can't have Kevin Owens quit. Kevin Owens is is under contract talent, he's a wrestler. I mean, so, but I would do you know, that's how I would do it. I mean, I, I think that's what the fans want to see. I mean, I think they got to be careful with Shane. He's he's like I said, he's got a lot of heat as a heel, and that's all good. I mean, it's piled onto him, so and they know how to do it. They can get all that heat turned into shine, as we call it. For Kevin Owens and then you know That's gold and and that's kind of what I it looks like they're trying to do And I think that's smart so As many people get pissed off About the Shane McMahon Stuff and everything that he's Not you know all right he's he's a McMahon he's getting a big push and he's getting All this promo time he's getting all this I understand That makes people mad I get it I totally Do get it but At the end of the day if it helps One of the talents because I find it very hard to believe that Vince McMahon or Stephanie or Hunter or, or Shane would Want any of the McMahons to be a you know A bigger star than people they're paying To be the stars you know I would find that A little crazy I mean but we see It so w- w- I'm saying we See Shane getting a big push But I think at the end of the day it's there To help um, To help Kevin get over As a big baby face so you know and kevin owens they've been pushing him hard as the outspoken guy and he's disgruntled and it works You know we've seen that I I did that with Heyman back in the ecw days. We saw you know, obviously, um Steve austin do that with vince mcmahon during during the attitude era and it, it always works if you have the right people involved And this kind of works. This is pretty good with shane and kevin um, you know, I think it's I think the angle is going pretty good. I mean, so I, I mean, if, I, I mean, I really, I don't know how, I mean, the finish to me, it's like, you can't have Kevin lose, you know, you, you know, he's he's going to be forced to quit the WWE. I mean, they're not even saying like, he's off of the brand he's on, like, you know, it's like he's quitting WWE. Like, I don't see that happening. So, yes, <laughs> give you the prediction right now. But they're not saying if Shane loses, he has to quit WWE. You know what I mean? He has to quit wrestling. But so to answer your question, I do think it should be. Yeah, I do think it should be a I quit match. I get the feeling they're not going to do that unless they do something, you know, uh, leading into this. As I record this right now, um, Raw and SmackDown did not happen yet, to be frank. So uh, as I record this. So it could be it could have happened on Raw SmackDown. So pardon my... uh, uh, recording it early I don't I don't normally Do that I usually drop immediately but I'm doing this week like a lot of People do so um, so I had Other stuff going on and whatnot so it's, it's Easy for me to record this episode this way but Regardless I do think that doing An eye quit match would work thanks for the question Good job right there buddy Thomas Charles Gentry how do you feel About a lot of modern wrestlers Making their gear look like Cosplay cosplay Of other characters That word you know, that co- it's like a such a uh, um What's the word I'm looking for It's kind of a cool word Like it's like a It's a word I wish I would have invented You know, like, the, and, and, and look Who doesn't love costumes, right? I mean, I wasn't a big ho- You know, what do you call it, a Halloween guy Even though it's orange and black The greatest colors ever But you know what, hey, you know, you want to dress up Like a character, you know, from a video game Or some shit, I think that's great Or, or you know, like if, Especially in the wrestling business you know what I mean? Like if you're gonna have some kind of a costume, like some kind of a character, and and stuff like that. I mean, I think it's cool. I don't follow a lot of the characters; it's kind of out of my uh, generation <laughs> for my style. But I think it's cool. You know what? As long as the the main the main uh, group of people you're trying to hit, which is in that that 25 age range to you know whatever it is, 45. You know, you got a chunk of people in their, you know, 20s and 30s that that are down with all the costume cosplay Jones. So, you know what? I think it's great. I, I think it's good. I, I really do. I got no problem with it at all. I mean, so it's pretty cool to me. You know, whatever. As long as it looks good, it's entertaining. I mean, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a stick in the mud. That's not my gimmick. Germ at 6718 uh, how can AEW expand their audience? Cody. Recently uh, said that they're going to make sure their fans are happy But if AEW is going to succeed I would imagine that they would need to bring in the casual viewer Okay, a couple things The AEW, Cody, whoever Saying that they want They're going to make sure that their fans are happy Listen, I don't care what anybody tells you That's the goal of every wrestling promotion Big, small, medium In the United States, in Japan, in Mexico who the fuck doesn't right want the customer to be happy? Of course they want all, but you can't do it, bro. You can't make all the fans happy. I, I don't care if it's AEW. I don't care in ECW. You know, people think that all the fans are happy all the time. That's not true. That's totally not true. So I, I don't think you're gonna. I think it's a little bit of an ambitious goal. I mean, I respect the goal. It's a little bit of an ambitious goal. I think it's a little bit like gonna be tough to do to make sure that. All the fans are happy I mean I'm I'm probably Taking him literally here but I think That's going to be tough to do Um, As far as the casual viewer yeah no You're going to have to placate to some degree To the casual viewer You know unless you're just going to take the amount of Subscribers they have On the Young Bucks YouTube channel Add that up with the Subscriber amount they have on Cody's YouTube channel and What is that your fan base I mean Obviously I'm being sarcastic it's going to be more Than that but Still, you got the penetration of TNT of Turner TV. You're going to have a prime time slot. No, I think you do have to placate to the casual viewer. Too much inside baseball stuff is going to be. It's going to the casual fan is going to get turned off if they feel like they're being talked down to. They're going to get turned off and they're not going to bother. And you, you know, I just think you got to you got to figure this out. And and the clock is ticking. I feel like like AW. We've we've been talking about like them building up to. You know tv for a long time it's because it's been a lot of months and it's just been just you know it's i wouldn't want to be AEW because that's tough that's tough to keep people invested when you're not doing really a lot of shows you know what i mean i i just and and you you got to be careful you're not saying the same thing too on your messaging either on social media or you know whatever you're putting out there and videos and this and that like you know packages because at some point, it could get to the point where it's like, all right, I got it. I, I understand. I, you, you guys don't like WWE, and you're going to be some sort of an alternative. Awesome. I got it. But so, I, and they're in a tough spot. What are they going to do? Not promote? I, I know. I, I, I'm not, I'm trying, I'm kind of contradicting myself, but, in what my commentary is here. But that's the thing when you are, you know, you have all this time until you debut and you want to stay relevant and you want to keep talking Sometimes maybe backing off and saying Nothing is best until it comes Time to really pump the Penetration of promotion Three Ps that are popping And do it, you know, whatever, hypothetically A month right before you you, you Kick ass on TV and go full throttle I'm just, just spitballing, maybe that's A way they could have gone, I don't know They're obviously not doing that now, they're going They've been going with constant promotion So, which I understand, that takes money, it takes time it takes effort and we'll see. We'll see what they do. But I do think you're going to have to bring in the casual viewer for sure to your point, Jermat6718. You have to. It's just you have to. I mean, I, I listen, look, uh, most of the people that have the WWE Network are, are probably hardcore fans you're hardcore wrestling fans. And they're fans that are reading internet wrestling news or on the internet, I should say, reading wrestling news or subscribing to, you know, whatever, uh, uh, some of the news subscription, dirt sheet gimmicks and all that. Yeah, but you, you you got to get the casual viewer You know, you got to You know, I mean, I work at a radio station you know, Doing the, the Taz and the Moose every morning And, you know, we got a handful of the guys that are Hardcore wrestling fans that work there Producers and board operators And guys that work in, in the engineering room They come and they hang out and talk with us and stuff A lot of the talent, you know, a lot of guys are wrestling fans But then there's a good handful of these guys that they don't know nothing about wrestling Except WWE stuff And they don't even know all of that So they're asking questions like What is this, you know, A-W-E And we're like laughing like it's AEW, Like, you know, like They don't even know what it is And, and, and you know, guys are trying to explain to them What they're going to do And so, like, you need people like that That will watch WWE And maybe whatever, they're sports fans Or maybe they're not sports fans That's a casual fan That's a casual viewer You gotta hook So if you're Showing 10 of them your show You hope to get at least Three of those casual viewers, you don't need all 10 You're hoping to get three, so hopefully For AEW, you know, hey, maybe they'll, maybe they'll Pull that off, you know, we'll see Alright, Alex Bro24, hey Taz First time, long time, just wondering With the recent guest trainers At the Performance Center, like Sabin and uh, Gangrel Etc, would you be interested If, uh, to go as a Guest trainer, if they asked? Uh, thanks for all the years of entertainment, bro Hey, well, thanks, Alex I appreciate it Uh, You know, listen, this opportunity How do I word this? I was never offered to go and be a guest trainer Over the past few years But I know that word got to be That there was interest in me being a, a trainer uh, Coming in for a guest training spot And I said, as long as it works with my schedule You know, uh, you know all of the podcasting I'm doing And obviously... My radio show or my, that I co-host every day, I said, I, you know, I would make it work. But, I mean, I think someone was kind of feeling me out. It wasn't an official, hey, would you come and be a guest trainer? So that's some backstory that a lot of people don't know. And that was that was probably two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, something like that. If they asked me, would I go? I mean, you know, it's tough to say that here on a public, um, public forum. But, um, you know, what are you going to do? Ask me if you use my... Finish next for everybody. What are you doing here? No, but anyway, um, <laughs> smart ass Jones. No, I, I don't know. I mean, geez, uh, I, I, to be honest with you, um, I, I do miss, um, I miss giving information, meaning like helping any way I can, giving back to the business, um, knowledge I have as a wrestler, as a broadcaster, um, I do miss giving that to current talent, like giving information and talking to them as a group. I've done this as a trainer and my finishing school, um, you know, my time in TNA. They they had me help out some of the younger guys when I was an announcer there and stuff and and agenting some matches. I love doing that. I really do love doing it. Um, I, you know, I don't, I even if they asked me, I would seriously consider it. I, I really would. I don't pitch them asking. Well, you never know. Maybe they will. But I would seriously, seriously consider it. I, I mean, if it's just like to go for a day or two and chill and, and stuff like that, I, you know, I'd love to see the performance center myself. So I, I guess the answer is yes. I mean, what the hell? I'm over here fucking trying to figure it out. Yeah, I, I probably would if they asked me. So. Anyway, uh, chaos one three six nine two five. Are you as surprised as I am how how well Cliff is doing in hashtag BB twenty one? That's Big Brother twenty one. I don't expect him to win or anything, but man, he can uh, he can to play. What in the world do we need to do to get a blue check from Instagram by your name hashtag Verified Jones. See, And what chaos did here? He also tagged the actual Instagram account. See, that's what you motherfuckers need to do. Because I don't know why I'm not verified. I got enough followers. I'm a public figure. Lord knows I'm a fucking star. I mean, we know this. I mean, how many times I got to tell you? I'm a star. You know, I, I keep telling you constantly. Yes. So, I mean, I don't know why I don't have the verification. I don't. It hurts. Yes, it does. But maybe you people need to do a little more work. And you people listen. Maybe you need to send a little message to Instagram. Say, yo, verify this this dude. He's fucking real dealio. He's got a pretty legit Wikipedia page, too. He's over like Rover. (gasps) You know, maybe you need to get involved. Maybe you people, instead of just pulling the free content, do a little work. Huh? Instead of being greedy. Huh? Uh Huh? That's how you pull your audience in right there. You bury them and rip them. Okay? Uh, What was the first question he asked? Oh. About Cliff on Big Brother, yeah, I know. Impressive. I, I was saying earlier, man. I, I hope he kind of wins, man. Um, he, you know what he's doing. See, for those that don't know about Big Brother, so what happens is everybody's very slippery and sketchy in the house. You know, as you guys know, they're locked in this house, no cell phones, no access to anything in the outside world, no television, no radio, none of that stuff, and they just play in the game to try to get someone evicted each week. But they all and they all know how the game works Everybody bullshits everyone everyone just lies To everyone they lie to each other's faces oh, You could trust me you could trust me all this shit This guy Cliff for the most part He's going the opposite way and he's Being kind of honest with people he's the oldest Guy in the house he's got kids the age Of these people that are in this house And he's not in great physical shape he's Some old dude from Texas and and he's a smart, very intelligent guy And he's playing an honest game It's tough not to root for him He's got a real smooth southern uh, southern hospitality feel about him Seems like he's a good guy It's really tough not to root for him So I hope he keeps, you know, phys- the physical challenges He's, you know, probably going to, you know, I would think, you know, be a shit show But, you know, he won that one game where he was bouncing the ball into the baskets to get back in the house I don't know how he won that fucking game That was a shocker uh what do we got here? Oh yeah, we're gonna go to break. Uh we're gonna go to break, but first before we go to break, I, I gotta do this because I'm 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 just very thirsty. So I gotta take a water break here. We're gonna talk about Legends House on the other side of this like Taz in the Legend House if that ever happened. It's a Taz whole question. Oh man, I needed that. Oh Lordy B, Lordy B. Alright. Taz Show. we are right back. All right, here we go. We're back here. Second half of the Taz Hall, which is part of the Taz Show. We got a... Um, FSU underscore Knowles underscore four underscore life. Florida State Seminoles fan Jones. If WWE asked you to do a Legends house and you said yes, there's a dollar sign for the word S, by the way, for said, and you said yes, that means getting paid, because <laughs> you got to pay, brother. <laughs> you got to pay. Mama yeah. um, what professional wrestlers would you want in the house with you. Hashtag Diesel Jones. <laughs> Funny. Um, hmm. Who would I want in there? Ah, oh, that's a tough one, man. Jesus. I don't have a ton of friends in the business. I ain't gonna lie. I thought I did, but I was way off. Who would I want in there? <laughs> well, I'm gonna name a couple of non wrestlers, but wrestling personalities. So I would say, in no particular order, this is, I would say Joey Styles for sure, Mike Teney for sure. I would say Michael Cole for sure. That's it as far as non wrestlers. So those are three funny fucking dudes. That I consider good friends. I would say those three guys. I would say Ray Mysterio for sure. Because Ray Ray's the man. I love Ray. I would say Ray. I'd say Booker T. I've always gotten along great with Book and I respect Book. And we we, we you know, always had a good rapport and Book's a funny guy. So I'd say Booker. Let me think. Let me think. Ah, shit. I got to say another non wrestling personality because just we've had so many fucking laughs and a lot of history. I got to say fucking Paulie Dangerously. So, uh, not the fancy advocate WWE office Paulie. I want Paulie Dangerously. No, no. Paul Heyman. So, Paul Heyman for sure. I got Rey Mysterio, Booker T, Mike Teney, Joey Styles, uh, Michael Cole, Paul. Oh, Mister Booker T. I would say. Let me think. I, I'm gonna name maybe a couple of current wrestlers because I think well, I know that's not usually the game because it's the style So I guess I can't name them. All right, that sucks. Um, Kevin Sullivan, the Devil. Kevin's a good man, and I've learned a lot from Kevin. Um, who else we got? Um. Sorry, I'm just trying to wrap my head around. It's a tough question. So I want to, you know, I mean, I'm sure if I really sat and took an hour and wrote things down, I'd have a fucking great legend's house for you. Ah, uh, who from? Who from outside of my generation? Let me think. I need an accent. I'm just thinking, like older than me. Would I want in there. Oh, man <laughs> See what I mean? I don't really. It's tough. It's tough. I know. I'm sorry. This is bar- probably boring for you guys. I want to give you a good answer. I want to give you a couple more guys. Shit, I don't know. I mean, you know, Rick Flair's just I, I I got to know Rick pretty good over my years working with him, WWE and definitely in TNA. I I like Rick a lot. I'd say I'd say Rick Flair. Um uh shit. I mean I, I gotta I gotta think. I gotta think of a couple more. I can't it's tough. It's a great question. It's a great question. But so far I gave you I gave you a handful, but um I don't know how many they fucking put in the house, but thank you for a good question and it's completely stomping and stopping the show. Because that's what you did. No, no, I'm joking being sarcastic. <laughs> Uh no, it was, it was really it was a good question. So all right, Sir Weaselton, with the draw uh, the dawning, I should say, of a new football season, what football star would be a good face and which one would make a good heel? Hashtag Waterbreak Jones, hashtag Tassel Jones. Look at Sir Weaselton. Oh he must be a wrestler. Usually all those inside, inside terms the wrestlers use. Good face and good heel. I guess that means a good good guy and a good bad guy. Wow. Uh, anyways, yeah, be I mean, a current NFL guy. I guess you're talking about. Um, you know, I gotta tell you, the kid that would, the kid on the Jets. He's a rookie, Quinn Williams, big, big, thick dude, fast, athletic. He's gonna be a hell of a defensive lineman for the Jets. Uh, I think he played for Alabama, I'm pretty sure. He's got a he's baby Jones Like his face, very like very baby type face. And he's got a great smile, infectious smile. He really does like, and he, you know, and looks like a fun-loving kid, but yet he could kick ass. So I'd say Quentin Williams, a rookie that I do think could be like a pretty, um, a pretty what do you call it? Um, uh, uh, you know, good baby face. As far as it's a good question, by the way, by you, a pretty good baby face. If you haven't seen him, I, I geez, he's got to be one and about 290. Like, he's a big, thick dude. But when I talk about it, has got a motor, the way he moves on the field, man, he's like a cat for such a big, big guy. Like, super, super athletic dude. And I think he's going to be a, a nasty, nasty D lineman for the Jets. And I hope he doesn't play too well against my Bills. So I say Quentin Williams would probably be an excellent, um, an excellent baby face. Now, the question is. Who would be a really good heel? Well, there's a lot of heels, but I, I got to go with your quarterback over there. Not yours, but you know what I mean. The Cleveland Browns, uh, a gentleman by the name of Baker Mayfield uh, that played for OU. Heel uh, Jones right here. This guy, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Salty city. Uh, he's got a bug up his ass. And, you know, I like that. I respect that about him. But hes he's got a lot of heel qualities. So that's my heel. All right scotties.shops hey taz thanks for the great podcast over the years i was wondering what is the difference in the terms of pain being put through a folding table versus being put through the announce desk the announce desk always looks harder slash more painful hashtag taz for hof it's hall of fame for those that don't know um now, truth be told, I've never been never been put through an announce table. I've been at a lot of announce tables where people get put through them. So I, you probably, I'm probably the right guy to ask. <laughs> I, 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 so the, I would say the announce table is a lot harder. Uh, been both ways, harder, uh, meaning hurts more and harder to go through. Of course, it's thicker and it's heavier. Um, a table, a wood table, I mean, it, it does hurt more than people think. Some people, ah, that don't hurt. I don't eh. It does hurt. Look, the faster you go through it, sometimes the less it hurts. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of me going through tables has been laying on a table while someone like Sabu is doing a somersault off the top rope onto the floor with a leg drop across my face. Uh, that was supposed to hit my chest. But that's a whole other story. That always hurt. And then i go through the table Ah, oh, just another Saturday night in South Philly You know, that's how that was But, <laughs> but anyway, um, good question though I mean, you know, I, I guess fans That's the kind of stuff fans do wonder about Which is, which makes sense uh, Cole Collector Was it a bad move to boot out Sam instead of Cat? Oh, this is the guy who stooges off the gimmick, see um, Mickey might regret that move later Hashtag BB21 Hashtag Waterbreak Jones Hashtag Taz Hall Yeah, he's talking big brother here yeah, you know, like I said, dude, I didn't see it, but now you stooged it off anyway. But uh, And it's not your fault, dude. You didn't know, right? So um, I do think it's a mistake, though. I think that Cat, you know, Holly put up Cat as a pawn because Cat, she volunteered to go up as a pawn. Okay? So, but Sam is the much better player. And, you know, when, uh, what's his name? Nick won the veto. Now you got you got to put up somebody else next to Sam. They probably should put up Nicole. She wanted to put up Nicole. Cat, I'm sorry, uh, Holly, as you know, and then Cat volunteered. Cat's a little bit of a, she's kind of a weird bird, but I think she's a lot smarter than she comes off. Like she tries to play off. Um, I know there was some scuttlebutt, man, because I watched the live feeds, my wife and I, and I know they they were going around here like Mickey and um, and company, and some of them because Mickey is tight with you know, obviously the boyfriend of Holly. And I think the big heat, man, is is on Christy and and Tommy. That you know, I saw that. I didn't see the show last night, but I saw it on live feeds. I do think they had a good chance to backdoor. Um, I'm sorry, not backdoor to to vote out Cat and keep Sam, and then Mickey and Holly could work with Sam and Nick and and Cliff to get a go against you know. Uh, jack and sis and tommy and 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 christy and all that that christy man she's running shit up there and tommy's like her little lapdog you know so you know fucking they're annoying uh two annoying new yorkers nothing more annoying than a new yorker tell you that right now mr freeney 78 do you think the cowboys can win the nfc east this year now hold on a second This is a problem, I got a problem with Brian Hashtag, he put in a hashtag Water break, he put in a hashtag ding Which, yeah (laughs) Hashtag ding, this is supposed To be wrestling or fucking big brother So why am I supposed to answer your question That's not cool, you slipped through And that's Brian's fault, okay And he put hashtag football jones, hashtag We over, just because you said Hashtag we over, I'll answer your question I do think the Cowboys, especially if Zeke gets back in that backfield and they work his contract out now as i record this that's not done but if zeke gets his deal done and he's back in that backfield cause he's not he hasn't been at camp um as i record this anyway along with amari cooper they got to get his deal done and dak prescott got his deal done and a good defense they got a good team and i do think that nfc east you know they could they could definitely win it so to answer your question um I'm I'm an AFC guy. I love NFC NFC football, but I I might have no dog in a fight. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't have a team in the NFC. Back in the day I had the Seahawks, but I'm kinda hot at them. Um so man, I, I, will they win the NFC East? I want to give you a firm answer. Um oh well, let's see. Who's not let's think here, who's not gonna win it? Just non-football fans, just bear with me for a second. All right, so the, the Giants aren't going to win it. It's not happening. Eli Jones, Eli Manning, you know, no, it's not happening. I know they got Barkley, he's a great running back, and we'll see if the other kid comes in, His uh, Daniel Jones, his actual name is Jones, that's where it gets a little confusing, kid from Duke, so he's a rookie. I don't know how he's going to do, but right now Eli's a starter. Eagles, eh, got to see if Wentz can stay healthy, and the Redskins ain't winning shit. So, yeah, to answer your question, uh, Dallas Cowboys are going to probably win the East, maybe without, even without uh, Zeke. You know Zeke Elliott, and 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 we heard last week Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, came out and basically sent a message to Zeke, basically saying, "Hey, you know, you don't need a um a top running back anymore to win a uh, to win a, a championship." So that was kind of like shoot Jones right there. So kind of El El, El Stifo, you know what I mean? So, but anyway, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's already signed. Maybe he's back in camp Zeke, but as I record this, he's not. If they get Zeke back, they're definitely going to win the East, NFC East. Maybe even without Zeke, they will. Pinning underscore season. Good moment, sir. Do you feel that if WWE were to allow more unscripted promos, it would give the talent a chance to show their personality uh, and connect with the crowd? Hashtag bullet point Jones. uh, (laughs) Hashtag buy a fucking shirt jobbers. Uh, Well said on both those hashtags. And by the way, that should be a mandatory thing from now on when you like when you put when you do a tassel Because a lot of people are really going crazy with the hashtags And I fucking love it And it's all stuff on Point Jones with the fucking show Hashtag, hashtag Jones Um, Yeah, the answer is yes Pinning underscore season They should WWE should allow the town to do more Unscripted promos Especially the ones that can talk Without working off of a script because it's definitely a way to show more personality And connect with the crowd more Because it's not someone else's language Now look, that's a little bit over overstated too Because a lot of times you hear about all the writers The writers, the writers And there's a lot of writers But nine out of ten times The talent gets a, a script from a writer And then they get with the writer And they say, let's edit this Let's do this, let's change this. I wouldn't say this My character wouldn't say this My character wouldn't say that And then you have a kind of a little bit of a rewritten promo Um yeah, to me I, I'm not a firm believer in that. It's been going on for a long time and and it to some degree it does work for WWE, so I don't see them changing it completely. But I would allow the guys that can the guys and girls that can talk without paper and, and let them do their thing. To me that's a huge part of being a successful entertainer and wrestler. Uh you gonna age get that. You gonna get gat. Oh, god dang it. That was it, you're going to get that ah, Cool Jones When you were a Smackdown Commentator Would you watch Raw slash the Raw Only pay-per-views? If so Was there a match that you wish you could have Called on this show? Hashtag the, show. the answer To answer the back end of the question No, it wasn't like I saw anything I needed To call, I was, when I was just Michael and I was doing Smackdown, we were loyal to that And that's, we were focused on the town On Smackdown, the storylines I would watch Raw a little bit or sometimes go to show, especially, you know, I, I would try to be supportive and be a team player for a company guy, being a company guy type thing. But it wasn't mandatory. But the main reason why I would watch it was because I, if any, if they did any movement where talent came over, I would want to make sure I know what kind of story this, this guy or girl was in and yada, yada, yada. So you kind of have to keep your head on a swivel with all that. That's how it was back then. You know, I know now they got this wild card rule. So everything's a little bit crazy. So Danny Pettis If approached by WWE or Mattel To do another WWE toy figure Would you? If so What era or look would you Approve or want? Hashtag we over Hashtag the show, hashtag jones Alright I want two action figures I would want an ECW one done up the Right way, singlet jones Towel, whole thing Done the right way I'd want an ECW WWE version from old school ECW Human Suplex Machine Taz. I would also want a, not just me, me and Michael Cole at an announce desk, those action figures. announcer Taz Jones uh, the right way, wearing a, a nice black suit with a beautiful orange tie, maybe a orange and black pocket square would be apropos. And Michael Cole wearing... Some sort of a zoot suit would be funny No I'm kidding I just think Cole and I uh, Two announcers uh, Action figures At the desk Smackdown logo That'd be pretty badass Anyway uh, Redesign self uh, Which brand would you bring uh, Champa back to Raw Smackdown NXT Hashtag we over Hashtag Taz over Champa to me You gotta go Smackdown live Smackdown live Smackdown live Real simple you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, have this show is gonna kick ass on Fox. Big, big deal. New time, you know, day, all this stuff. Fox, Fox, Fox. Champ is a player. Champ is a keeper. Champ is the man. Um, I want him on SmackDown Live if I was uh, uh you know Triple H or or Vince or Eric Bischoff in this case cuz it's SmackDown I I'd want him you know because you know he's the executive uh executive in charge of SmackDown so I would I would definitely want Champa you know on uh, on SmackDown that's where I would put him because of the Fox Fox relationship I think it's a big deal cuz Champa's a big star in in NXT and and I think on the on the main roster, they're gonna push him uh, once that happens, and they should. <clears throat> Just hopefully, brother's gonna be good with the neck. All right, Chairman, There's a good brother right there, the Chairman. So, oh, this Chairman, do me a favor, bro. I love you. Okay, I don't know how only because you know Brian let you through. He made, you made it through the rain again, bro. It's a fucking diatribe, Chairman. You, you've been part of the Taz Show family for for years. You know better than this, homeboy. Okay, you you know better than this, but you're a good dude. You're a good dude, and that's why you make it through the ring Because all 5,000 of my producers like you All right, Chairman says, Double Dippin' Jones That's how he starts off, see, that's how he gets over He knows what he's doing Big Brother question, hi, Taz Uh, You got me into Big Brother three years ago And I've been hooked since Okay, I've recently started bringing old uh, uh, binging old sessions, a season, I should say. Season ten is night is night and day better than today's seasons. Uh, they casted more people over thirty, and they all had minds of their own with more personality strategy. Nowadays, it's all young, good looking people. Who are afraid of making strong moves I, I love these observations because you're not wrong Uh, since you are a veteran Big brother fan, first of all Okay, pump the brakes uh, You call me a fan, now you call me a mock Okay, you might as well just call me a mock Don't call me a fan, Chan, man Since you are a veteran big brother mock That sounds better How would you like to see the show casted And why? Thanks, Taz, you're the man Um Cham brings up some really strong points here About the big brother And you're right You're right About about they had older people I remember Remember the guy Evil Dick He he was a, just That guy was I, I don't remember what season I'm not that much of a Where I can remember the seasons That people were on But I remember that guy And he was probably At that time He had to be about 45 years old Or something That guy was great for that show They had a lot of To Chairman's point A lot of people that were older Than like 35, 40 years old And he's right I everybody on there now Is younger Good looking people and I think that's the demo they want, Chan. They want to get people that age. That's why they have people that are contemporaries to them. Uh, my son's 20 years old, uh, Abs Jones, Rip City, and uh, good-looking kid, and he don't give a flying fuck about Big Brother. So they have it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, so the thing is I would cast it. I, I With a couple of more older folks, I would do that for sure. Um. I think, I, to your point, I mean, I mean, there's only certain, so many ways you're going to cast it. You're either going to cast it with all young people or all old people or a potpourri or a lot light on the uh, older people, which has been the past couple of years, including this year. So I, I would do it a little bit more even. And maybe you get some of the older folks, you know, teaming up against the young folks. So maybe you go half and half Jones. You know, maybe you do that. You know, I, I mean, there's only so many ways you could do it, champ. But your observations and it's uh, very apropos. Very well done. Sir. Yeah, it's champ, man, sending in paragraphs of fucking information. I am Ron du. Okay. Oh, not me. This is this guy. I think he smoked a cigar in his photo. My man. I think that's what that is. Anyways, uh, can you please give us your thoughts about the strange promos Alistair Black is doing and whether you are enjoying them they are definitely not a, a hashtag Orange Thirteen. Ah, old school. If you know what I mean, I, you know. I, listen, first off, I, I I'm a big fan of Alistair Black. Uh, his I've been a fan of him once I saw him in NXT. Everything, his look, the gothic gimmick, the entrance, the music is awesome. He he, he everything about him, uh, his work rate, um, his striking ability is tremendous in the ring. Um. I'm a big fan of his And then I I got to meet him And we had a long talk Backstage at the NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn And I talked to him for quite some time And geez, he's such a clever, bright guy uh, A really good guy Uh, If you guys ever meet him anywhere At a signing or at a hotel, lobby Or whatever Or an airport, I, I promise you He's probably a really good guy I mean, to me, he was awesome And we had a long talk He seemed like a super solid guy And one day I'd like to get him on the Taz show here To be honest with you, as a guest uh, so it's tough for me to say anything negative about his promos And that's what you're saying about Orange 13 Because still, for those that don't know So when we did hump day promos on the Daily Taz show We'd have contests And the if you were like a tremendous promo You got, it was called an Orange 13 That's like better than a 10 So it's 13, Orange 13, Taz gimmick, blah, blah, blah Um, I actually like them I think sometimes they're a little long And, you know, he's in the dark room So I already did the thing with Cesaro um, I I was hoping that we would see uh Nakamura come in, and I think that's eventually gonna happen where we see Nakamura, just two SmackDown guys, where he's cutting a promo on there. I think was it? I think it's Sammy Zayn, I believe maybe is answering this call now. I'm trying to remember what I saw on SmackDown, I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, um I think eventually, you know, it's gonna end up being Nakamura in an angle with Alistair Black. I, I I just can picture them doing like I pitched on here on the tash for weeks ago on a podcast That just imagine him saying someone and someone who else is going to answer the challenge uh, Someone challenged whatever he's saying. I want to fight you and fight me somebody And all of a sudden you see a kick come bam and just crack out the black like a front kick like a mafia kick right in the face knocks out the black out and then you see the guy bends down and Makes that funny, goofy face that Nakamura makes sometimes, right into the camera, and it's something like "I accept you fight," you know. I mean, I mean, just, and then you are off to the races with those two guys. And I would do uh, a big angle with those two guys because you talk about strong style matches, Japanese strong style. Alistair Black, Nakamura, money, 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 right there, kids. That's big money. I promise you, that's big money. Joel underscore Hastings. Here is some big brother. Who do you think, who do you like As a final two at this point I could see Holly being one of them And Tommy for sure This guy doesn't make any waves Holly's game has been quiet too What are your thoughts, love your content bro A fourth time, long time Ah, Joel, slick Jones right there Alright, first of all, Tommy is slippery He's a snake, which is usually the M.O. or the game, you know, that's pretty important Slippery Jones, he's been Riding the coattails of Christie. I don't really respect that. I understand the gameplay, he. But people are starting to figure him out. They know, dude, dude joel They know that him and christy are tight, tight, and they are running the house at the end of the day. And that six shooter alliance is going to get broken up that they're in. And she's already got a target on a Christie. And once she's Gonski, he's next. I'm telling you right now, I don't think Tommy's going to go to the final two. I disagree with you, Holly. Yes, Holly's smart. We saw she's a competitor too. She could play. She's got to be careful that Mickey don't hold her down. The relationship thing could be a problem. Um, so final two. I'm definitely. I'm going to say, like I said earlier, I'm going I'm to hope Cliff can get in there somehow, some way. But if it's a physical challenge, I homeboy's not going to make it. So it's either going to be Cliff and Holly or maybe yeah, – I hope it's not Nick. I'm not a fan of his. Maybe Sis somehow makes it through the rain, and it's Sis and Holly, who were good friends, but this past week I saw on a live feeds they had a little heat with each other. So, you know, but these people are trapped in a house here. They end up starting to hate each other's guts. I mean, just imagine. That's that's the beauty of the show. It just can get you crazy. Anyway, so that's the deal. So don't forget, like I told you people, okay, we got the, uh, the SummerSlam, you know, post show live, 11 p.m. Eastern. You watch, you listen to it while you're watching the end of uh, SummerSlam. You put the TAS show on live, hot phone lines. You guys can call in, talk to me live. CBS Sports Radio, WFAN, Tri State Area, all these other big broadcast radio stations throughout the country, radio.com. You guys just, you guys know how to find it. All right, listen. Uh, I'm yeah. Taj, you're not I yeah. you guys photographer. Take it. I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people like the fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top 10. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Because we've been doing our own thing. A road is just a road, but a Jeep SUV isn't just an SUV. Come see for yourself at the Jeep Start Something New sales event. During Owner Appreciation Month, financing at 3750 total cash allowance on select 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 models in dealer stock the longest. on oldest 20% inventory of 2020 Jeep Cherokee Laredo models as of 1320 2020 in dealer stock. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers are qualified. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 2-3-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark.